The Tri-County Regional Planning Commission is taking a closer look at transportation equity in Peoria. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day for Friday, May 19th. I'm Colin Shope, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. First on deck today, officials at the troubled St. Margaret's Health in the Illinois Valley are now warning their Spring Valley Hospital is in jeopardy of imminent closure. WCBU's Tim Shelley reports. St. Margaret's President and CEO Tim Munns told employees in a memo Wednesday that the hospital could close as soon as June 16th without a state bailout. Spring Valley Mayor Melanie Thompson says she's pessimistic about the chances of that happening. The city of Spring Valley is objecting to a closure petition filed with state regulators and asking state legislators to support their efforts. Thompson says the hospital's closure would result in longer ambulance rides and fewer medical services. OSF Healthcare announced its plans to acquire St. Margaret's Peru Hospital just two weeks ago. This comes after that hospital's abrupt closure in January. Muntz says OSF has no plans to acquire the Spring Valley Hospital. An OSF healthcare spokesperson didn't return a request for comment. For WC Views on Deck, I'm Tim Shelley. Here are some other stories that we're following in the WCBU newsroom. State and federal COVID-19 funds are driving a lot of initiatives in the city of Peoria right now. But as that money tapers off, city manager Patrick Urich says the city council will need to adapt. And director of airports Gene Olson says travel numbers at Peoria International are back to pretty much normal after the COVID-19 pandemic. Plus, Kevin Lowe is the new Peoria County Public Defender, a criminal defense attorney for nearly 28 years. Lowe was appointed by Chief Judge Catherine Gorman to fill the vacancy. You can find more of these stories and all the details at WCBU.org. The Tri-County Regional Planning Commission hosted a roundtable discussion for the community to talk about their wants for transportation in Peoria earlier this week. I spoke with Speaker Charles Brown, founder and CEO of consulting firm Equitable Cities, about a push for infrastructure that offers options outside of cars. It's about looking out for those most vulnerable in your community. It's not a zero-sums game. You're not forcing something upon people. What you're doing is providing options for everyone. And so that's the win-win here. You don't have to give up your car. We just want to make it safer for those who don't have access to a car. And could you tell me a little bit about kind of the origin of Equitable Cities? Uh, what, do you, what do you do? Equitable Cities started about nine years ago. We work at the intersections of transportation, health, and equity. Our clients include uh, federal, state, and local governments. The aim is to create more bicycle-friendly walking-friendly and transit-friendly communities around the U.S. And, you know, when we talk about walking and bicycle-friendly, we think of those as amenities, but, you know, also there's the connection to equity. Would you explain a little bit how equity plays into this idea of uh, improved transportation infrastructure? Yes, equity, simply put, is giving people what they need to enjoy full, healthy lives. And when we look at the health statistics in this country, we could see that black, brown, and low-income populations are disproportionately impacted um, 
by traffic fatalities, by lower access to everyday destinations, such as grocery stores. And we also know that when we look at their health overall, there's disparities across race, ethnicity, and income. So the tie to equity here is we can increase people's uh, access, their mobility, and their health by making communities uh, more friendly for walking, biking, and taking public transit. So could you give me an example of some of the kinds of projects that uh, assist in these goals? So we'll work with cities to develop bicycle and pedestrian plans, which ultimately look at where, how, when, and to what degree people can be mobile in space. We look at crime prevention through environmental design, where we assess the built environment to see what impact uh, crime may have on walking frequency and pro walking frequency, excuse me. Um, we also look at access to food in healthy places such as parks and open spaces. So those are the type of projects we would do. Obviously, you know, as a society, we've been building for cars for decades now. How do you start sort of chipping away at this idea of our public spaces being designed, you know, to get us as efficiently as possible in cars from one place to another? Well, the mode shift that you're speaking about from automobile to uh, more people-powered mode, such as bikes and other forms of transportation, is only possible if people have destinations within walking distance or transit distance, if it's safe, if it's accommodating, and persons with disability can move about without any barriers. So it's, it's possible when we invest in the places where people live to create 15-minute cities for all. Would you uh, explain a little bit what 15-minute cities means? 15-minute cities is this idea that everything that you need for the most part is within uh, 15 minutes in terms of a time span. It doesn't mean that you're only limited to that space. It means that ideally one wouldn't have to travel far outside of their community for the things that they need most, such as food, uh, groceries, health care, uh, education, et cetera. And as you're kind of traveling around, what do you see as some of the transportation issues in Peoria? I'm seeing a, a lack of intentional and target investment in street infrastructure that make it safer for black, brown, and low-income people, and quite frankly, everyone to get around. Ideally, you would complete more streets. You would maintain the streets that you have. You would remove the amount of litter that is present. You would reinvest in businesses, local businesses, and ultimately you would target, you know, sustained crime uh, that is in certain areas of your town. And I think investing in infrastructure is one way to do that over policing. That was Equitable Cities founder and CEO Charles Brown. You can find more of our conversation at WCBU.org. Before we let you go, Central Illinois Ballet presents Les Miserables tonight, adapting the beloved novel and musical into a full-length ballet. The show starts at 7 p.m. at the ICC Performing Arts Center, and tickets start at $20. And that's it for today. The show was produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.